Hello and welcome to the First and Ten podcast. Here we are, the inevitable end of another NFL season. We've got a world champion. It's the world champion the majority of fans would have predicted at the start of the season. I mean, I certainly did. Uh, I know my co-host would have uh, hoped for this. Dave, how are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing too bad, really. Looking all that weekend. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, you were you were confident last week. It came to pass with an absolutely dominating performance, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I felt confident, but it turned out to be I don't feel like anybody in the world predicted how it was going to go. Three, three points yeah. from the Rams, the team that averaged what thirty-one point two five points a game in the season. Yeah. But it, it was a weird game, wasn't it? Because yeah, even at three all, it felt like we had. I don't know if dominated the right word, but it felt like we were on top the whole time. Yeah, but... they never looked like they were going to take any sort of control of it. No, but it felt like one of the game just oh, hanging around, then something's going to happen, and then all of a sudden we're going to lose. But yeah, yeah it was a... yeah, it wasn't, wasn't exactly a classic Super Bowl. I don't think it's going to go down on any rewatchable list. But... <laughs> no, I've seen a lot of people that are very turned off by it, and it's got the lowest viewing ratings in years and all this sort of nonsense. But still the, probably the most watched show on America this year but yes. around the world so uh, they're not going to moan too much so yeah we'll, we'll also get into our recap there we're going to talk about some of your questions that you sent us we're going to talk about the NFL honours we've got uh, competition winners to announce it's actually a pretty busy show so let's get going 13-3 Dave it was 3 nothing to New England at half time uh, LA struck back with a, a third quarter th- uh, field goal of their, of their own before you put them to bed in the final quarter Sonny Michelle from two yards out um, let's first talk about um, Super Bowl MVP Julian Edelman I get why and I don't really have a big argument against it but <laughs> I think it should have been a defensive player yeah in a game that finished 13-3 definitely <laughs> if Edelman had had them stats and a touchdown then I think 100% he's the MVP but yeah. I think without a touchdown I think it's hard to give it to any offensive player really and then, yeah. say for me, and I know I picked him as a bet last week, and I promise it's <laughs> not the only reason, but I think Gilmore was the MVP. Yeah, five open field tackles, uh, the interception as well. Like, yeah. I think I think the, the whole defence was great. Yeah. But he had the moment, didn't he? Yeah. The, the interception. We did, we did, we talked about this last week, the defence for the, the Pats is underrated, and... They're the team. They're the the unit that showed up the most. I mean, the Rams' defense did well, but they still gave up thirteen points to the three that the Patriots gave up. But yeah, four sacks. Um, they held the running backs to what, about fifty yards combined. Yeah, it was. Well, it's another one of them weird Todd Gurley. Um, Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley's uh, perfectly fine, and all all the talk, even like for the sideline reports, wasn't it? It's always fine. There's no problem with him. And then, he, well, in the first half, he got one touch, and then barely. Yeah. Even made the field again. It's... Ten carries for thirty-five yards. Something isn't right, or the league have figured out Sean McVay. Well, but it's not like they've necessarily figured out Gurley because it wasn't even on the field for them no. to stop. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. There's either something going on behind the scenes there with Gurley. He's either got some problems. Maybe mm. it's going to be one of these things. You find out he's got off the field problems or yeah. something. I don't know. Or he's got an injury, but. It's so, such an odd situation. It is. When your entire season is based on this guy being your superstar and then he, he, he falls off a cliff at, well, when it matters and you're having to rely on Jared Goff throwing the ball 38 times. 
Um, well, he got he got two MVP votes, didn't he? Or three MVP votes? I'm sure he got a couple. Is that girly? Yeah, it's yeah. And then they don't even use him in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's incredibly weird. Um, but yeah, well, talk us through it though. Highlights? Any uh, massive highlight plays for you? A, a Gronk the, catch later Yeah, on. the Gronk. I think the Gronk play is the one that I think I'll always remember this by. But the oh, other so one... I'm so annoyed I had £10 on Gronk any time touchdown <laughs> in this. Oh, oh just so one more yard. <laughs> the other one I remember is um, when Goff we sort of scrambled around, got us out of the pocket, and then Van Dooy made like a really good sack down yes. to the left hand side. That was the other play that sort of really stands out to me. Yeah. Oh, there was a couple of big sacks of Patriots when the Rams were in sort of at least at the edge of field goal range, especially with Zerline definitely in field goal range. Yeah, he's got a big. And then they take, yeah, and they're taking a couple of sacks and then sort of taking them out of range. And I think that was uh, that was huge, especially with how the game played out, being so low scoring. Yeah, it's. It was an odd game. It was neutral to watch. Obviously, I was I was leaning for the the, the Pats to win. I wanted, I got the result I wanted, but I don't know. I it's like the Rams just didn't really turn up. But I think I think I think the offenses are probably going to get criticised, and I guess fairly because But I think both defenses played the best games of their season, on yeah. like both sides. So I think a lot of it is can be put down to that. I don't think it's. Yeah, I think you've got to give the defense credit because yeah. yeah, both of them showed up, didn't they? Both of them were excellent, and the the thing that surprised me about the Patriots' offense most was that we just didn't. Well, I said it last week that I thought it'd be a James White game, and he it was barely on the field. Yeah, <laughs> it was weird. But it, it felt like that was there. Get get the ball out quick and sort of. But yeah, they didn't really use it. But yeah, it worked out in the end, fine. But <laughs> yeah, I think both defenses were excellent and. So I think the Patriots in particular had question marks all season over them, and yeah, I think they showed up. It mattered. Well, the whole playoffs really, didn't they? Yes, they've those the defensive players plus uh, Sony Michelle have been the, the formula to win in, in the postseason, and they just they were just unstoppable. Michelle again had a really good performance. I thought. Yeah, he was obviously he wasn't quite what he was in the other two games but that was just the way the game went he was going up against Aaron Donald and Duncan Sue who are yeah. two of the best players in the league in that position well two of the best players in the league yeah full stop yeah. yeah I mean 18 carries 94 yards in the touchdown a longest scamper of 26 yards he had it's about good solid stats isn't it yeah about 600 yards in total in the playoffs with yeah, what was. six touchdowns yeah, he it, it's it's almost a shame for him that it wasn't to kind of super some of those games because I think if it was like a playoffs MVP, then I think he's uh, he's right up there, isn't he? He's, yeah, definitely. But yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, I I loved it. There was just so many players on that team that will just go down as some of my favourite sports whenever, and I was just so happy for him. And mm. yeah, Edelman getting MVP. Although I I wouldn't have given it to him. I still it's such a good moment for a player that I absolutely love and. Yeah, there's, I'm, been, I'm, God, sorry. there's been lots of uh, pieces written about Edmund and uh, should he even be on the field with his PED history, things like that. Like, do, uh, Is it right to celebrate a man that's got this sort of history? But then look back through the Super Bowl winners. I mean, yeah. If we didn't do that, we'd have about four players on every roster, wouldn't we? If, uh, Ray Lewis, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but 
it's weird the NFL compared to other sports. Like a, a PED ban, it, it's just a oh, okay. They was out for a few yeah, weeks. It's just not, another thing, isn't it? Yeah, because so many people do it. It's such such a and they, well, they don't release. Obviously, we know it probably was, okay. <laughs> but we, they don't release what it was. For all we know, it could have been a more recreational, couldn't it, or whatever. But yeah, yeah, because they don't actually release what what they've got done for, do they, in the NFL for some reason? I'm not Just quite sure why. Every but... previous winner for the past probably yeah. 10, 15 years, there's at least two or three guys on that on that roster that should have maybe have not been playing uh, in the biggest game. So, it... I, th- I think the thing with Edelman is uh, all the Hall of Fame talk. Because yeah, that's I but I see a lot of people just completely dismiss it. And while I'm not 100% sure he is a Hall of Famer, yeah, I think when you've got the playoff like resume that he's got, he's got you, that catch against Atlanta, mm. things like that. He's got Super Bowl MVP now. He's got, well, in um, the playoffs against, uh, was it the Ravens? The Amendola, mm. yeah. like the trick play. It was him who threw the touchdown. He's just got lots of like playoff moments. And I think people underestimate how much that matters when it comes to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's also a man that, Early on, did anything he could to get on the field, didn't he? I remember him yeah. playing cornerback a few times. Exactly. And I think using his regular season stats against him isn't necessarily fair because, as you say, them early seasons, he was just a, a utility yeah. man, basically. He made, he made 18 tackles in the 2011 season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it should almost be celebrated that he has turned into, well... Probably the premier maybe, slot receiver in the league. Yeah. If, if he's not the best, he's definitely the most clutch. Yeah. He, he comes up when it matters, and I think... I think people underestimate that. Like, if I'm judging a player, I want it under the highest pressure situation yeah. and against the best teams, and that's what the playoffs are, and that's when he excels. Yeah, there was a point made uh, by uh, Erica Tamposi on the NFL around the NFL podcast about what, during the national anthems, Brady looked cool as a cucumber. The Goff, you could see his fingers were across his chest, but they were tapping. He looked, he looked nervous. He looked like the kind of the whole event was weighing heavy on his shoulders. I think that definitely played a part. Yeah. It probably would have it would have played a part on Sean McVay as well. I mean, he was quite so. quite um, gracious in defeat, wasn't he, saying he just got outcoached and he's not yeah. the first. Look, I, I love McVay and I think he is going to go down as a great, great coach when it's all said and done. I think yeah. he's, he's superb. But, yeah, I think I said like before, or after the Saints game, sorry, that I think... I think he's he made a few mistakes in that game, and I say maybe a few in this, and mm. but he'll learn from him, and I think he will come back stronger. But I don't know this team is it's weird because I think people just assume they're going to be back, but there's it's a few players tough. on that team. That, yeah, they've got they've, there's a lot of like one year or two year deal players that they've gone for it on their short window, and yeah, they've put a lot of money in win now, and yeah, that will be and, to blow up. Yeah, because. Maybe next year they've got another chance, but after that it's going to be a real struggle because yeah. all of a sudden none of them players are going to be there, or mm. a lot of them are going to leave. Like Yasu's, I imagine Talib because only got like another year or two maybe in him. Yeah, like you can't you can't continue to pay all these players. Which... Well, you've got players like Peters needs yeah. to pay now, but then so does Gurley, so does Goff, so does <laughs> your, your O line's going to want some money as well, I assume. Yeah, and like don't get me wrong, I think no matter what the outcome, they've done the right thing in going win now. Oh yeah, they've gone all out to win it all and. Got as close as you well, can do. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I don't think any. Well, I, I wouldn't criticise him for going for it because so many teams just sit there and oh, are happy with mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think mean, I think they've done the right thing, but it just hasn't paid off. But yeah, I don't think it's going to be quite as simple for them to just get straight back next season as as it sort of maybe looks. But no, yeah. it's, it's incredibly tough to get back there as a fan of a, a team that's been a, it. it, it it's your entire drive the next season and if a few things go wrong then the season falls apart but 
it is nice that over the past, well, I think the last 10 years, all of the NFC West teams have been there and we're still the only one with the Super Bowl. So that's, uh, I'm, I'm hanging on to that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good thing, though. It's also, that the cards got there as well. Because where they yeah. are. Now, but. <laughs> it is weird how quickly that has fallen away. But I think that sort of speaks to just how incredible this Patriots team or dynasty is. Yeah. Because so many teams have come and gone in that time. And. Yeah, they have. Yeah, there's been and they're there every no one, year. No one else yeah. is able to hang with them really um, for no. that long. Um, even even teams like your Packers and your Steelers, that they might be playoff contenders, but they haven't been Super Bowl contenders throughout that time. And no, not really. No. Yeah, it's so hard to do. And yeah, I, I saw a thing this morning. I think something like twenty something of the Patriots roster got their first Super Bowl ring today or yeah. at the weekend. And I think something like seventy three percent of the rosters turned over since that. Uh, <laughs> Falcons Super Bowl. It's, it's an is, incredible job by Belichick, and he yeah. again goes completely unrewarded in the Coach of the Year nomination. Yeah, it, it, it baffles me. It's just uh, Coach of the Year. I think is probably the one out of all of the awards I just look at least. Yeah, because it's a joke. It's, pro- it really it's, it's basically a most improved team award, isn't it? It's yeah. not actually a Coach Who's of the Year award. Turn the team around. That's what it's yeah. like, retitle it because yeah, yeah, Coach of the Year is it, obviously Belichick. A bit like MVP is basically best quarterback coach of the year is <laughs> yeah. uh yeah it's most improved team or yeah biggest turnaround so yeah the honors uh the mvp obviously patrick mahomes uh any oh, sort of disagreement there i don't think so i think he he was i, I was I, when um it came out that well spoiler for this he won the offensive player of the year <laughs> i was really worried that they'd given it to breeze because i think it had been totally yeah. unjust Especially after the second half of the season Breeze had, I don't think there was any real argument no, with anyone but Mahomes. Fell off a cliff, didn't it, in the second half of the season Breeze, who was really yeah. the only competition. There was a few guys knocking around earlier in the season, but yeah, it was always going to be Mahomes. Coach of the year went to Matt Nagy of the Chicago Bears. I mean, yeah, did a good I think, job. Yeah, I think... I, I don't really have any real arguments other than the obvious Belichick ones. I don't... I think he did a good job. One of the others, I think Sean McDermott at um, the yes, Bills. he should have been with the shout, yeah. He yeah, because I think... Job. He only what they won five or six games, but with that roster, that was probably the most talent poor roster in the whole league. Yeah, I think that was an amazing job. I think yeah. there's a few coaches out there that did good jobs this year. Yeah, but... definitely. Um, assistant coach went to Vic Fangio, the DC for the Bears, but now uh, head coach. Okay. It's hard to argue with that one, really, isn't it? Probably the most dominant unit in the whole of the league. Maybe you get handed Khalil Mack on a plate, you're going to take it, and you're going to take your award at the end of the year, aren't you? Yeah, it's. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know how you could argue with that. Really, that one. <laughs> no, obviously, offensive player was Pat Mahomes. Defensive player was Aaron Donald. Um, again, I think he won this on name value. I don't think he was the best defensive player this year, but again, he had a super. <sighs> I couldn't season. pick anyone else. I think just the numbers there, just incredible numbers for the yeah. position he plays, and I think I think he is the best defensive player in the league, and I, I'm never gonna be unhappy if they give the award to just the best player no, even if they haven't necessarily had the best season yeah um, rookie of the year and offensive rookie of the year both went to Saquon Barkley probably fair yeah. wasn't it he had a, almost oh, a legendary season again a bit like the um, Breeze one I was worried that this was going to go to Mayfield because <laughs> as I've said many times on this podcast I just don't think he would have deserved it because well basically he didn't actually have any good games against any good teams no he was the flashy choice because he made some big plays but 
consistently throughout the season. Barkley was a, a number one receiver, uh, number yeah. one running back and receiver for the Giants. I, and... There's an argument that Barkley was the best running back in the whole league, but I'm not, I, don't, I don't think I would say he was. But I think you could make the argument for He's it. In where that class, isn't he? Yeah, where Mayfield, you could probably pretty convincingly argue that he wasn't even a top twenty quarterback this season. And yeah. I think that's sort of tells you everything you need to know about who should have won that award. <laughs> yeah, um, defensive rookie of the year, Darius Leonard of the Colts. I was really happy for this one. Yeah, that's a really that's a nice pick. He had a superb season and they got themselves a stud there. And a, a defense that's lacked any sort of good players for years now. Yeah, this this felt like the one award that was probably as open as any mm. because there were so many good defensive rookies this year. Yes, there was. But I, yeah. think, I think he had the best that whole season. Yeah. I think that's why he ended up winning it. But there was plenty out there that definitely had claims and could probably be disappointed not to win it. But... I mean, they can only hand out one, and I think it went to the right player. Yeah, definitely. Comeback player of the year went to Andrew, uh, Andrew Luck. That's obvious choice, wasn't it, really? Yeah. Say what had a, was the other one with a shout, but yeah, I think Luck is... He was incredible he's this year. He's back to his best. Yeah, and coming back from what he's come back from, it's... Yeah. He's, I think he's come back from the worst and performed the best off of it, so... Yeah. yeah, I think that's an obvious one, that one. Uh, the Walter Payton Man of the Year went to Chris Long. I think he's given on, hasn't yeah. he given most of his paychecks to charity this year. Yeah, I think I, I love Chris Long. I think, yeah, yeah, this was 100% the right choice. Say so the Man of the Year is a bit of a weird prize, isn't it? That yeah. sometimes goes to stuff you players you don't really know that much stuff about and what they do. But yeah, I think this one in particular was a yeah really good award. Yeah. Um, any others that stand out for me? Oh, obviously the biggest one of the year, celebration of the year, went to the Seattle Dance <laughs> and the Seattle Seahawks. So exactly, winners, the, the big prize. I mean, that's, that's what the season's been all about. Yeah, to be honest, that's the real quiz, <laughs> especially for our offense. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's the the awards. The Super Bowl is wrapped up. Um, we move on. We move on to your questions. Then you could give us a few questions this week. Let's uh, let's start with some Facebook ones. Is there any chance the Cardinals can get Larry a much-deserved ring? Um, I mean, unless he plays at about 55, then <laughs> I don't think so, to be honest. But, uh, well, I assume this is going to be his last year. Yeah, then, it must be. I mean, we assume that every year. Yeah, but I, I think he can't go on one more after this, because I don't <laughs> think he's... I love Fitzgerald, but I don't think he's the player he was. Well, no. I that's unfair to say, but he's got a he can still make plays. Yeah, he can still make plays, but he's not... He's not like a real all out number one receiver, is he? He's, uh, he's become more Heinz Ward. He's there a lot. He's hitting a lot of yeah. uh, blockers now and uh, doing that sort of work more than the flashy touchdowns. Yeah, like, I mean, I think even saying, it, can I get one more playoff appearance would be a stretch, wouldn't it? It's, yeah, and the NFC West that's going to have teams led by Wilson, Jared Goff, and Gurley, and um, your boy, Jimmy G, next year. I mean, for me, it's probably going to be closer to one win than uh, one playoff appearance. <laughs> Yeah, I can't actually argue with that. Is he the player most in the league that you think deserves a ring? Maybe. I think. I guess there's always a few, isn't there? But I think he's the one. I imagine if there was like a poll of uh, poll of players that haven't won one that sort of fans would want to win one. I think. I think he's universally liked, isn't he, Fitzgerald? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a question from James Bride. Thank you for that, James. A uh, question from Richard Stone: Did we watch a terrible game last night, or just really great defense from both teams? Both, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I don't think those two are mutually exclusive, are they? Yeah, like, I'm, and I know like people love defensive. When I saw, you know, like on the Facebook pages and all that, oh, this isn't a bad game. It's just defensive. Like, I should appreciate it. Blah de blah. It was boring. I'm a Patriots fan. I still found it boring. <laughs> it, like, and I don't mind defensive football, but 
I saw a tweet yeah. from Adam Rank who said about all, the, all those people that were moaning about the Chiefs and Rams when they played in their 100-point game. I hope you're happy now. This is what yeah. you get. <laughs> yeah, like, it wasn't. It was It was a tough watch, wasn't it? It wasn't... I mean, imagine someone watching that as their first ever Super Bowl. They're not going to be... It's not great adverts. They're not going to pull you in, is it? No. I, no. I watched live up until Goskowski missed that first kick after Jim Nance completely jinxed him. And I thought, right, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh... Yeah, well, it was not a good game, and so I know people like to. It's almost a bit hipster, isn't it? Oh, I love defensive football, and mm. that's great. If, but no, nobody could think that was a it's great game. Defense. Surely, Goodell must yeah. have his hair out of the fact that there was sixteen points scored in the Super Bowl. But one red zone play in the whole game. Wow, that's and that was the Michelle touchdown. Didn't Hecker have like four hundred yards punting? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> I mean, I, I've never heard a punt so sort of like. So celebrated by the commentators when he had that like longest punt in Super Bowl history. Yeah, when he actually missed kicks it, I think when they, when he first hit it, I said, "Oh, is it? Oh, he's missed kicked this," and then it just took a really good bounce and went for another thirty yards. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a tough game to watch because well, say even as a fan of one of the teams, it was a struggle. Yeah, I would have I would have been struggling if I was a if that was a Seahawks and that sort of game, I would have been struggling to get excited about. Obviously, you get excited about the winning, but you don't get excited about the performance so much. But yeah, and I, like at the end of the game, I definitely didn't feel like I had on some of these other Super Bowl wins. Obviously, the Falcons one was top, but yeah, the Orcs game. Sorry, <laughs> and uh, that. But though, like the dramatic win is always going to be the one that sort of oh yeah gives that biggest bars, isn't it? And yeah, this it, this couldn't have been less dramatic, really, could it? it, it no. You have got a, a tied game going in the fourth quarter, but it's free all. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was a tough, tough watch. I thought someone say, imagine paying three grand for a Maroon 5 concert and a field goal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a punt off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to avoid the Maroon 5 halftime show, but probably one of the worst ones I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, and I don't tend to mind this halftime show, even like the popular ones and people I don't necessarily, yeah. I'm not a massive fan of, because they're just medleys of their best hits. But, yeah. oh, yeah, this one was a struggle. Like, it's dreadful. I, I, don't, I don't understand, like... I like Outcast. Yeah. I'm on Travis Scott, but I don't understand what the point of that was. Why do you they're going to be coming on and like doing a duet or sort of like they'll be rapping over some Maroon Five songs or something like that, just to sort of like it was literally just like a break in the Maroon Five show for <laughs> for two songs for other people. I don't I don't know why it was not good. No, it was awful. Uh, we also asked what players you'd like uh, your team to sign. Um, Jason Boulder, who's a Steelers fan, but he would absolutely kill to have CJ CJ Mosley join the Steelers this year. He would be a great yeah. replacement for um, Ryan Chazier. Yeah, I think I think if he is a free agent, then yeah, he's going to be uh, very highly coveted, isn't he? He could get one of the highest contracts of all free agents, I think, actually. Yeah, I think. Because there's going to be a lot of money to spend and not that many good players to really spend it on. Yeah, so, the cap's going up again, isn't it, I think? Yeah. So it's a good year to be a free agent, I would say. It is. Speaking of free agents, Nick Foles. Is there any, any man in a better position than Nick Foles right now? It's hard to know what's going to happen there. That's a question from Lee Wright. What will happen, uh, Lee White? Sorry, what will happen with Nick Foles? I mean, he's going to get paid. Yeah, it's just, it all depends how the Eagles do it, whether they let him walk or whether they tag him and trade him or, mm. I mean, even tag him and try and keep him or. <laughs> well, yeah. I think, I think. It's weird because I think every single option is in play with Nick Foles. Yeah. I think the best one I mean, is probably to tag him and then trade him. So you, you get yeah. something back for him. You don't let him walk with any honourable thing. It's just, just let him walk away. And 
Yeah, I, I would say that's the most likely. But he doesn't but... strike me as a man's going to be annoyed if they take him and try to trade no. him. No. He's just going to roll with it. Yeah, he seems to love it there. Yeah, yeah it's... I would guess that's the most likely, but yeah, I think everything is in play with him. Yeah. Uh, and a question from uh, Witchy at A-W-H-I-C-H-Y. I think I spelled that right. Um, in your opinion, what do the 49ers need in the draft and or free agency in order to stand a chance of getting a winning season next year? Um, I don't think they need to do that much to get a winning season. They need I mean, McKinnon to get fit. Yeah, and I think getting uh, Garoppolo back. Yeah. Um, like I'm a big uh, Shanahan fan. I think he's a really good coach. I think, yeah, I think just what will happen naturally with the draft picks, a couple of free agent additions. They've got a lot of cap room there. Yeah. I think get, get another, at least a, a top wide receiver, if you can, to go alongside um, George Kittle. Yeah, they've got Dante Pettis, who came on towards yeah. the end of the season. He's a good number two. If you can get a, a stud wide receiver, then... I think I think they've got a lot of good sort of number two or number three wide receivers there. They've just not got that sort of premier wide receiver that yeah. you probably need to be a real good team. But, I mean, get that. Say, get McKinnon back. I think some of these other younger running backs they've sort of had this season while McKinnon's been out have done quite well. Like, Breed has done well and yeah. a couple of the others. And, yeah, I think that offence is it's just naturally going to be quite good because they've just got a lot of good players that they can yeah, add another... A good receiver in there, but yeah, no, I think it's, yeah, I think just what will naturally happen for that team is going to make them at least a contender for the playoffs, aren't they? I think yeah, they have to be. There's, there's, they're going to be better than they were last year. They're going to be better than the Cardinals. It's just if they could yeah. overcome the Seahawks and the Rams to kind of get that just the wild card spot, I suppose, in the West. But every but, every mock draft I've seen has them taking um, Williams, the, the defensive tackle. They do not need more ta- tackles or defensive players. No. Just trade that pick. Get yourself yeah. a stack of picks to get some receivers later on. Yeah, to me that seems more likely. And, like that's the thing. Most mock drafts don't sort of um, account for trades and stuff, do they? But to me, it seems like the just such an obvious trade down candidate. Uh, the Forty ers Yeah, there's no top receiver. They're all kind of around the the, the twenty uh, level. So yeah, trade back. I'm sure yeah. there's some teams there that want to trade up. They've got plenty of they have got plenty of sort of holes. I don't mean they're a terrible team, but they've got plenty of places where they need a bit of help. And mm. yeah, doing that can definitely help out. But I, I would I would think going this next season, if they didn't have a winning season, it would go down to disappointment. At yeah, the end, definitely, like, yeah. If everyone stays fit, then, yeah. Say yeah. obviously you can't, you can't allow for for that. But say yeah, assuming sort of the big key players stay fit, then. Yeah, yeah. I love Garoppolo. I think I think Garoppolo is amazing. And... I just want to see him play more than five or six games into the <laughs> yeah. season. I want to see a full season so I can really judge him. Because at the minute, I think those first nine games, I think a lot of quarterbacks could have come into that system and got some wins because they were just absolutely dreadful before that. And then yeah. he started last year. I think he started okay. He wasn't kind of didn't hit the, the heights I thought he could have done, or a lot of people thought he would would get to, but there's an immense amount of pressure on that man to be the next Tom Brady so yeah yeah you're you're right I think there's definitely a lot of pressure on him mm. and say obviously coming off a big injury we don't know how that's gonna sort of play out through the off season and so we saw we like Carson Wentz didn't we how long it dragged on yeah with him so say hopefully he can get like a full training camp in and really be fit and healthy to, ready to go but yeah I, I do like the 49ers and I think Coming into this season, they were like picked by everyone as a dark horse. Where I think next season, 
they might be a genuine dark horse where this season I'm not sure they they really were. I think they were always destined to sort of be somewhere between sort of four and six, six or seven wins maybe. But yeah, yeah, I think next season they might be that team that can sort of come out from a bad season and really improve. Yeah, I, I miss them being our rivals, to be honest. Like, I don't care about the Cardinals. They're not relevant. And I just hate the Rams. They're not our yeah. rivals. I just dislike them with the passions. <laughs> like, yeah, I, like, I, I like the healthy rivalry we have with the Niners. Yeah, I always think that with um, some fans that sort of like always like hate the team's division, like or want them to be bad. Like, I, I quite enjoy it when like the teams you're playing are good because yeah, yeah, it's much more fun having a good rivalry with teams. Yeah, I mean the Jeff Fisher games where we used to play Jeff Fisher teams would just be we would lose and we'd lose thirteen ten and it would be the most depressing game of football you could watch. <laughs> so at least now, I mean we got blown out, but we played two really good games against the Rams this year and yeah, they're fun games to watch. I don't mind losing them because they're fun, but. Yeah. I, I miss having that dominant Niners team because they're a historical franchise as well. So hopefully they can get turned around. Um, that's all your questions. Thank you very much for those. Dave, we've got competition winners to announce. Yeah, there's um, well five different winners. Whew. So yeah, we were running these to win um, a new era bubble hat. Yeah. So yeah, so um, so I'll do. I've done all the draws already. I did them earlier because you know last time we did it live on the podcast, but. There's too many There's lists. Too many and, time. Yeah, there was five different things, and I thought well, I'll just do them before the draw, but <laughs> uh, before the podcast. So, um, so well, the first one was um, for sharing the post on Facebook. Yes, and that's gone to uh, Barry Ingram. Ooh, okay. So get in touch with us. So get in contact, Barry. Yeah, either, either on Facebook or Twitter, either way, whichever's easiest for you. Um, and then there was another one we had to tag, tag some, tag a friend in that post. Yep, um, and that has gone to Richard Stone. Okay, getting contact um, Richard. Yeah, then uh, retweeting the tweet. Funnily enough, yep. um, that has gone to at Lambert NFFC. Is that not in a forest? Maybe. NFFC. Um, oh, yeah, you can't have one. He's a forest fan. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, getting contact, mate. You've well done. Uh, then the iTunes review. Uh, that's gone to Jagsy Ten. Jagsy Ten. Yeah, and then hard uh, for these people to get in touch because we've no idea who they are. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, get in touch, and then, I don't know, somehow prove it. We'll probably have like, lots of people saying there, Jagsy, but what do you do? <laughs> yeah. And then um, anyone that liked all the pages on Facebook or Twitter yes. did another draw for them, and that went to uh, Vicky Archer III on Twitter. Um, yeah. I think it's III, that's what I've written down. <laughs> Vicky Archer the third. I don't know. Nice, should be going to Yeah, <laughs> that's it. VA three, um, you have won, you have won a hat. So all them people get in contact, and I'll get them sorted out for you and out to you as well as soon as possible. Really, yeah. Beanie um, yeah, we also had our mega league uh, finish. Um, I'll call that up because I can't oh, remember yeah. who won them. Uh, sorry, this is that's all right. be Great entertainment here. Me logging into a thing to <laughs> find out the winner. I cut all this out. We're all good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it isn't working. <laughs> <I'm laughs> I'll try to stronger. I don't know if I can see MFL. it. Yeah. Oh, wasn't it working? MFL. Okay. More leagues. Is it that one? That pie season. Oh, it was close. Was it? Yeah. Right. Okay. Ready to go. <laughs> yep. 
So I'll just start from uh, and we've got the mega leagues. Yeah, so we've got mega league winner as well. Yeah. Oh, and we so we've also got the um, mega league winner to announce. So Ooh, that was the our fantasy leagues. Um, no, you didn't. Uh. You didn't make it into this. Sorry, but we had uh, so it's five leagues running all season, then through to playoffs that run from the wild card to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll do the six winners from uh, last to first. So yeah. in sixth in our postseason. Uh, we have Bearing Up, who is our regular question answer. Nice. Uh, Oscar. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't even talk uh, when that is at AFC, CB, and all the numbers. Oh, that dude. <laughs> yeah. He, he comes sixth, you know, not good postseason performance, but <laughs> you do. Uh, in fifth, we had, on 240 points, James S's team. Nice. So just missing out. So we're getting closer prizes now. So this was really close, actually. I didn't realise it was quite as close as it was. was it? Uh, in fourth place, we had Lee's team, who I think was like 11 and 0 at one stage in the regular season, but Damn. yeah, just just come up short. But so in third place, um, winning the prize, we've got um, Amrit's team. So well done to Amrit. Oh, uh, say all these people, if you just get in contact with me, and I'll sort yeah sort out for you all your prizes. Um, in second team, just edging out Amrit's team. With his uh, Super Bowl performance, uh, we've got Jamie's team, nice. and then um, in first place, so fit in with uh, what we've just been talking about. We've got Garoppolips now. Ah, nice. I can't remember his name. Sorry, Garoppolips now, but you are you are the winner of our mega league. So Josh, hopefully next season. Yeah, sounds right for me. It's Garoppolips. Now. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the my league actually, so I feel a bit proud there, and some of the it, as it, well. It's just like. It's like college when people root for like the SEC teams or something. <laughs> Make a leap for like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So he, he had the Patriots quarterback. So that will help. You know, yeah, that that definitely helps. But yeah, congratulations to Garoppolo's now. But you know, our last season's Mega League winner struggled a little this season. <laughs> didn't adjust. He got a couple of wins yeah. towards the end of the season. Though, yeah, I think he won in either week eleven against me or twelve, something like that. But I gave him the first win. Very charitable of me. So I think two. I think so. Yeah, so so we've had Ollie on the podcast before. Yeah, you're in a two yeah. two game win streak to end the season. Yeah, so well done to well done to Ollie there. So, but yeah, hopefully Garoppolo's now can put up a better defense of his. Uh, <laughs> it would be yeah, back to get worse. Yeah, yeah, it was the worst uh, <laughs> Super Bowl defense in history. I think. So, uh, if you want to be in with a chance to win that next year, keep an eye on our socials. What towards the uh, back end of the summer, I suppose, really? Yeah, back end of the summer. I tend to do them quite early on because obviously there's a lot of uh, admin involved in yes. starting up fight. Well, fight. It might be six leagues because basically just judge it on how many we got. But yeah, this year it was five leagues. Five leagues as well. So we had sixty people in that. So it's pretty good going. But yeah, yeah well, but... they're competitive as well, and the, it's it's fun to play with t- other players that are playing every week. Yeah, and whether you're a beginner or been playing for years it's they're good fun and mm. if you're a beginner it doesn't really matter if you lose because it's a free league and you know you've got a chance to win an NFL jersey of your team so yeah exactly who doesn't want that yeah um, so. I think Dave we're done aren't we we've got some uh, there's an announcement about more pods for you yeah we're going to be um, say building up to the draft this year we're going to be doing an extra episode each week um, I'll let you know when they're going to start <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we'll be doing an extra podcast each week and building up and looking at the draft and going through the positions. And yeah, we've got Lee Wakefield joining us. Um, yeah, he'll be coming on each week, but we'll still have this podcast every week. So yeah, we'll be up to two each week. So 
you've got to give us reviews now. All this, <laughs> all this content we're giving you, you've got to give content. us reviews. And it's free as well. We don't charge anything yeah. for this. I mean, we should be charging, I think, because really you know, <laughs> this is gold. But... <laughs> yeah, so look out for them. Uh, we, I'm going to try and get educated on the draft this year. So I'm going to, if I'm not available to be on those pods, I'm definitely going to be listening to them and uh, <laughs> learning about some players that my team might draft. So. Uh, if you've got any guys for us to look out for, let us know. Tweet us with uh, some of your kind of hot names in the college game. Yeah, so I, I think we still do like the questions and all that. If you, so uh, post for questions before I'm all and yeah, definitely. questions and tweet them in and all that, all that stuff. And we will be back every week with this regular nonsense. Uh, we're going to find all sorts of fun things to do throughout the off season, yeah. um, leading up to draft and then after draft throughout the summer. We're not going to go anywhere just because the season's finished. So regular yeah, it's gonna be content. What- Going to be ways for people to get involved, isn't there? So yeah, we're going to have people on and guests and all that as much as we can through the through the summer. Yeah, if you want to come on to the podcast and you you've got a decent mic and a decent Skype connection, then get in touch with us. We're going to kind of uh, we want to really get a fan of every team on to talk about their their off season and their thoughts leading into next year. So if you want to represent your team, become a friend of the show. <laughs> let us know. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a great position to be. Just ask anyone who's been on. They'll tell you. Dave loves it. You get, you get like special treatment in restaurants and all that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere you go, you're getting treated like a king once you're a friend of the uh, First and Ten podcast. I want to get some special badges made up for people that come on more than once. Is it like a Blue then. Peter badge? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. We should do that. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we're not going to go anywhere. That's the main message. We're going to be here every week all the way through the season. It might not be early in the week. It might be later in the week, but Whenever me and Dave can find time in our busy schedules, we shall return with podcasts. Uh, so until then, where can they find us on social media, Dave? So uh, on Facebook, we're just uh, First and Ten. And then uh, on Twitter, we're at First and Ten underscore. There you go. Don't forget the underscore. Um, where can they find you on Twitter, Dave? Um, I'm at DJG23. And I am at RossBell1984. I think that's it. Thank you very much to anyone that's listened throughout the season. Uh, we really appreciate it. We started this just on the back of nothing, basically. We just wanted to talk about football every week. Um, and yeah, we've got 24 podcasts out of it and more than 24 hours worth of content out there already. Uh, if you've downloaded one episode, if you've shared it, if you've subscribed, any of that sort of stuff, thank you very much. It's been uh, an absolute pleasure to have you listen to our voices. Yeah, it's been uh, yeah, a real fun first season. Yeah, we don't, we don't claim to know everything, but we uh, just have fun doing it, and that's the, the main thing. We're not one of these serious podcasts, and uh, we'll, we'll get better, aren't we, probably? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> you know. yeah, so it's, hard to, it's hard to improve from this, but <laughs> we'll, we'll give it a go. <laughs> so, yeah, until we are back next time, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Dave. Bye. We'll see you next time.